Hey, this is our therapist friend Ashna and welcome to today's episode of Unbox Your Mind. This is the first part of our two-part series about attachment styles. Today, we're delving into a topic that has been generating quite a buzz recently. Have you ever wondered why you seem to attract the same type of people in your life or end up in familiar relationship patterns, almost like you're caught in a loop? The answer is attachment theory. Attachment theory is a simple concept grounded in years of research that helps you understand how you and the people around you show up in a relationship. And I'm here to help you do just that. I want you to have better and more fulfilling relationships. Why? Simply because I think you deserve it. Wouldn't it be amazing to know what your needs are, how you want to be treated in a relationship and to feel more secure? The way that you do this is by understanding what attachment theory is, how it affects not only your relationship, but also your interaction with everyone else in your life. So grab your favorite cozy spot, maybe a cup of tea or coffee, and we'll unpack the psychology behind why we form these patterns, why we respond the way that we do in relationships, and most importantly, how we can break free from the cycle and form healthier, more fulfilling connections. The first attachment theorist was a British psychoanalyst, John Bowlby. He observed that when infants were separated from their parents or caregivers, they experienced severe distress and anxiety. So much so that they would take drastic measures like crying, clinging and frantically searching for their parents or caregivers to avoid being apart from them. We now know that this behavior is not only limited to infants but applies to adults as well. I'm sure that most of you would have experienced this in your personal life too. But when Bowlby first wrote about this, several experts believed that these behaviors were signs of immature defense mechanisms that helped them suppress their emotional pain. Okay, a quick side note, defense mechanism is basically a concept given by Sigmund Freud where he believed that our mind unconsciously sort of plays tricks to protect us from things that might make us feel uncomfortable, stressed or anxious. Okay, now moving forward, Bowlby, unlike other experts from this field, viewed attachment as a product of an evolutionary process as these behavior patterns were noticed in all mammals and not just humans. To put it simply, attachment refers to the emotional connection between individuals. Bowlby's theory suggests that when primary caregivers are accessible and receptive to an infant's needs, it enables the child to form a sense of safety and trust. The infant comes to understand that the caregiver is reliable, which helps form a secure foundation for the child's development. Another pioneer of attachment theory was Mary Ainsworth, who through her research and study revealed the existence of three major styles of attachment. Secure attachment, anxious insecure attachment, and avoidant insecure attachment. Later on, Maine and Solomon added a fourth attachment style called disorganized insecure attachment or popularly known as fearful avoidant. Before we discuss the specifics of these attachment styles and their effect on our relationships, let's identify which one of these four attachment styles do we relate to the most. I will describe four types of attachment styles, secure, anxious, avoidant, and fearful avoidant. Decide for yourself which one of them you might fall under. Option A, 
I feel quite comfortable in my relationships. I am able to trust and open up to my partners knowing that they are reliable and dependable. I value both emotional closeness and my independence. I'm not overly worried about being abandoned and I'm confident in my partner's love and commitment. This allows me to enjoy fulfilling and balanced relationships where I can express my feelings freely and support my partner's needs as well. Option B. I often find myself worrying about my relationships. I crave emotional closeness and reassurance from my partners. There is a constant fear of being abandoned or not being loved enough. I tend to be very sensitive to any signs of distance in my relationships and I might even become clingy or anxious when I sense that my partner is pulling away. While I deeply value connections, my fears sometimes make it difficult for me to feel secure and relaxed in my relationships. Option C. I tend to keep a bit of an emotional distance from others in my relationships. I value my independence and self-reliance. Trusting people completely and opening up about my feelings can be uncomfortable for me. I prefer to handle things on my own and may even appear aloof or reserved in emotional matters. While I appreciate connections, I often find it difficult to be truly vulnerable and intimate in relationships. Option D. I often feel torn when it comes to relationships. On one hand, I desire emotional closeness and connection with others, but on the other hand, I'm afraid of getting too close. Trusting people completely and depending on them feels challenging for me. When someone becomes too emotionally close, it triggers me. I can struggle to find balance between my longing for intimacy and my fear of vulnerability. So which option do you relate to more? A. Secure B. Anxious C. Avoidant or D. Fearful avoidant A quick PSA before we move on. It is important to note that people with insecure attachment styles may not be aware of their behaviors or the impact that they have on their partners. It is also important to understand that these behaviors are not a reflection of your worth or value as a partner. If you suspect that your partner has any one of these insecure attachment styles, it may be helpful to seek the guidance of a therapist or a counselor who can provide support and guidance in navigating the relationship. Having said that, please don't use these attachment styles as justification for your partner's abusive and toxic behavior. Now that we have established our own attachment style, it's also important to understand how these attachment styles get formed. The knowledge you gain from this will help you in bettering yourselves and the quality of your relationships. Bowlby gave four distinguishing parameters of attachment. Think of your attachment styles as a pizza. These four parameters are the ingredients that decide what kind of pizza you have. These four characteristics are first, desire for closeness, which means our wish to stay close to the individuals we have emotional connections with. Second is comfort zone, which basically refers to our tendency to go back to the person we're emotionally attached to when we feel scared or threatened, seeking comfort and protection, which is very commonly now known as safe space. Third is steady support. This is when the attachment figure serves as a source of stability, allowing a child to confidently explore their surroundings. Fourth is anxiety and absence which is something that I feel most of us have experienced. To put it simply, it refers to the anxiety that we experience when the attachment figure is not present. 
It is a popular belief and also a proven fact that these attachment styles are primarily formed through early childhood experiences, interactions with our parents or caregivers, and these attachment styles can significantly influence how we approach relationships through our lives. Understanding your attachment style can be valuable in personal growth and improving relationships. It can help individuals recognize patterns of behavior and work towards developing healthier and more fulfilling connections. Let's briefly explore the four main attachment styles, how they're typically formed and how they manifest in our relationships as adults. First, secure attachment. This is the healthiest form of attachment. When children are raised with a sense of stability and care, they tend to explore and engage with the world around them more confidently. Typically, this attachment develops when caregivers or parents consistently respond to an infant's needs, are emotionally available, provide comfort, and create a safe and predictable environment. Let me give you an example to help you better understand this. Imagine you make a mistake or fail a test. Your parents' first reaction is to yell, hit, or ignore you instead of comforting or helping you. Every time this cycle repeats itself, your sense of security and trust in your parents diminishes. Alternatively, if your parents make you feel valued, loved, and help you understand and improve whenever you fail or make a mistake, you will start feeling safer around them and be more comfortable with expressing your emotions. Adults with a secure attachment style tend to have a positive view of themselves and their worthiness of love and care which contributes to higher self-esteem. In their interactions with others, they are comfortable with both intimacy and independence, striking a healthy balance. They are able to effectively communicate their feelings and needs, and they approach conflicts with a constructive and solution-oriented mindset. They trust their partners and feel secure in their relationship, allowing them to provide and receive support in the time of need. This emotional security extends to various types of relationships as they tend to foster healthy, long-lasting connections with family, friends, and romantic partners. Overall, a secure attachment style lays the foundation for fulfilling and stable relationships throughout their lives. Second is anxious attachment. Anxious attachment often stems from inconsistent caregiving, neglect, or an overprotective parent. To put it simply, Neglectful or overprotective parents raise children with an anxious, preoccupied attachment style. When parents or caregivers are unpredictable in their responses, sometimes attentive but mostly neglectful or ignorant, it leads to a child not being able to entirely trust or rely on them for their support. They need their parents' affection and care but at the same time they are unsure if they'll get it or not. Children with an anxious attachment style often have heightened anxiety, a strong desire for proximity with their caregivers because of which they might even come across as being clingy. They seek constant reassurance and find it difficult to explore or adjust to a new environment. Let me explain what inconsistent caregiving refers to with the help of an example. Imagine that some kids are making fun of you at school. Sometimes, your parents respond with comfort and reassurance. They tell you that they're there for you and validate your emotions. But on other occasions, they might dismiss your feelings, saying, You're fine, stop crying. You're just overreacting, it's not a big deal. 
or they might ignore you because they're too occupied at the moment by saying i am too busy to deal with this right now this inconsistency can leave the child uncertain about whether their caregiver will provide comfort or not leading to anxiety and potentially contributing to an anxious attachment style an adult with an anxious attachment style often seeks high levels of closeness and intimacy with their partners sometimes to the point of becoming preoccupied with their relationship they often worry about the stability of the relationship fear abandonment and frequently seek reassurance from their partners they can be sensitive to perceived signs of rejection or distance and may respond with heightened emotional reactions while they desire deep emotional connections their anxiety and need for constant validation can sometimes lead to relationship challenges as they grapple with the fear of abandonment third is avoidant attachment avoidant attachment typically results from caregivers who are emotionally distant or dismissive of their child's emotional needs it is formed when a child feels they cannot consistently count on their caregiver for comfort and care These caregivers may prioritize independence and discourage emotional expression leading the child to learn that seeking comfort or displaying vulnerability is discouraged an avoidant child sees no preference for their caregivers over a stranger because it's possible the stranger may be more attuned to their needs than their actual caregiver these children often appear emotionally self-sufficient and may seem to resist or downplay displays of emotions especially during times of distress they tend to be self-reliant and may avoid seeking comfort or closeness from their parents or caregivers even when they're upset here's an example picture yourself as a child who is feeling scared during a thunderstorm you go to your parents to seek some comfort but they respond by saying there's nothing to be afraid of it's just a storm or they tell you to grow up and may not offer physical closeness or emotional support in the moment the child learns that their need for comfort during fearful moments or expressing distress or sadness is discouraged by their caregiver leading them to adapt by suppressing their emotional needs and developing an avoidant attachment style adults with this attachment style value independence and self-sufficiency often avoiding emotional intimacy and vulnerability they often feel uncomfortable with emotional expressions and have difficulty discussing their own feelings or needs they tend to keep an emotional distance from their partners which can lead to challenges in forming deep emotional connections fear of dependency and reluctance to rely on others for support are common traits fourth and the last one is disorganized attachment disorganized attachment can develop when caregivers are inconsistent but this attachment is most commonly observed in children who have or have had abusive parents or caregivers abuse can be either physical emotional mental or all of the above parents may sometimes provide care and comfort but at other times may display frightening or abusive behaviors creating a sense of confusion and unpredictability for the child this creates a situation where the child may perceive their caregiver as both a source of comfort and also a threat children with a disorganized attachment style often exhibit behaviors that appear contradictory or unpredictable 
they made display moments of seeking closeness and comfort from their caregivers but also exhibit fear or avoidance in their presence they struggled with emotional regulation displaying intense emotional reactions or confusion in stressful situations here's an example to help you understand this better imagine a parent who during moments of frustration reacts to their child's mistakes with aggressive yelling and even physical intimidation Sometimes your parents may be loving, caring and nurturing, but at the same time the same parent is short-tempered and their anger outbursts are unpredictable. For the child, these inconsistent and frightening episodes create confusion and fear. They might see comfort from the same parent that they fear, resulting in a disorganized attachment style. The child's attachment figure becomes both a source of safety and a source of threat leading to emotional turbulence and a disorganized approach to attachment adults with a disorganized attachment style struggle with emotional regulation may experience intense mood swings and might even have difficulty in managing their emotions effectively these individuals find it challenging to trust others and may have a constant fear of abandonment or rejection in relationships they can oscillate between intense emotional closeness and sudden emotional distance or even defensive behaviors their inconsistency can create turbulence and difficulty in forming stable and healthy relationships as they grapple with unresolved traumas and fears from their earlier attachment experiences so that's it for today folks this was part 1 of our episode for attachment styles stay tuned for part 2 coming next week Signing off your therapist friend Ashna